Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> um, hello, good evening. I'm Katie. And I am Eric. And this is 30-minute series where we talk about TV. And it's our super-duper um, fall preview extravaganza. <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> I don't know what we call it, but... Uh, well, what we're going to do is we're going to work off, as we have in the past, um, TV Line has a, a lovely um, fall premiere calendar, which uh, we've used um, with great success before, and mm -hmm. I think we're going to use it again. It starts on September 4th, which I think is a, a mighty fine place to start, Julie Andrews. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, let's do that. And let's just do September for now. Yes, indeed. Um, okay. Should we start from uh, today forward or... Um, oh, actually, the... let's do September and October because this has October as well. That'll be... Oh, yeah, uh, it does. I see. Let's just go... No, I want to start with the fifth because... Ooh. Oh, so here's my question. Do you want to just talk about brand spanking new shows or do you want to talk about stuff that's uh, that's, you know that's new that's not new but starting or like just um, the red ones or red and black uh for sure the red ones and also the blacks that we if have they, a, a comment or something particularly if we particular. sit up and take notice okay mm -hmm. sounds good all right so the first one is startup on crackle i have no idea what that is do you i do not <laughs> well, <laughs> the only thing i know to use crackle for is comedians and cars getting coffee so Startup is, which as well you should, Startup is <laughs> this gritty drama follows unlikely tech entrepreneurs behind a brilliant idea and a powerful FBI agent, Sherlock star Martin Freeman, what? I'm watching <laughs> it. Who can make or break those he comes in contact with, not always for the right reasons. Ooh, set in Miami. Uh, so hot there. Izzy Morales <laughs> creates a revolutionary, unregulated digital currency called GenCoin. So like Bitcoin, probably. A young banker named Andy decides to partner with Izzy, infusing the project with cash that Andy's father is desperate to conceal. Uh, okay, so uh, you had me at Martin Freeman, and mm -hmm. it's a Crackle original. And it's getting 7.6 on IMDb, although I don't know how because I don't think it started. Well, gosh, it has. It started on September 6th, of course. Mm -hmm. And it looks like they dumped all 10. Oh, they're doing the Netflix mm. business model. Smart. All right. Startup is going on my list. Here's my list. Because um, uh, I mentioned Martin Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, you go next. Uh, next, uh, I was just looking at it, is uh, Atlanta on FX, an hour-long uh, drama. and It's not. It's a half hour. Oh. That's so weird. Okay. Oh, it's a one-hour premiere. That's why, because they oh, showed episode one and two. Oh, pick me, because I've seen it. I've seen them all. <laughs> uh, so what's it like? Yes, I remember vaguely uh, you telling me something about it. But I can't remember what it was. It's good. It's gritty, but it doesn't take itself too seriously. So, like, so the reason I even watch it is because it has communities. Danny uh, uh, Glover uh, is it? Danny Danny Glover? Daniel Glover? No, what's his name? Glover. Oh Shoot. yeah, I, I know who you mean. Yeah, um, you know who I mean. That guy. Yeah. Anyway, he, <laughs> anyway. He, he wrote it and stars in it, and. Mm. Um, and produces it and does all those things in it. Donald Glover. I'm so sorry, Donald. That's Don. it, yes. I'm sorry I called you Danny. Okay, so he's excellent in it. He's kind of the the everyman. He's down on his luck. He's down on his money. He's He's got a baby girl and girlfriend who, um, you know, want more than he can currently give, but he's trying his best. But uh, it's set kind of be in front of like the potential breakout rap scene so th there's not tons of music in it or anything but um yeah like i said it's kind of a gritty look at you know he's actually he's like a middle class black guy who's grown up in atlanta and the only way he can get ahead is to kind of kind of join the thug side of life <laughs> instead of going to yale where, where he was accepted you know what i mean so it's uh mm -hmm. It's good. I like it. I like it. I like him a lot. He's excellent. Yes, indeed. Uh, so I don't know if you'd like it, but it's 
quite it's quite good. It doesn't like I said, doesn't take itself too mm. seriously. Without it's still a drama. It's definitely not a comedy, but it has it has you know, light light-hearted moments. Mm. Next on the own network is Queen Sugar. And the uh, synopsis says uh, Queen Sugar tells the story of the estranged Bordelon siblings in Louisiana. At the center of the family are Nova, a journalist and activist, Charlie, the wife and manager of an NBA player, and formerly incarcerated father Ralph Angel, who is searching for redemption. Uh, following, okay. uh, following a tragedy in the family, the siblings must put their complicated lives aside so that they can come together to run the clan's struggling sugarcane farm. Oh, okay. Oh, hence the title. Yes. And Queen Sugar. Yes. Okay. And I'm, mm, this is probably not for me because it seems like a evening soap opera of stereotypes. And yes. Because it uh, uh, has basketball and a prisoner <laughs> and a plantation and <clears throat> what I what more do you need? It, it uh, no. Yep, and it's on the Oprah Network, so that's why it has all those things, right? Mm. Sure, why not? <laughs> sure, it's like hmm, what's relevant to black people? Honestly, right? Mm. And some of some of that is, but it sounds like they tried to shoehorn in a bunch of stuff that isn't. I don't know. I don't know. I can't relate to it. I won't watch it. I mean, I can't relate to Atlanta, but it's a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to keep watching. I can't relate to most things I watch. <laughs> I can relate to the next show, which premieres on Thursday, uh, which premiered, past tense, on Thursday, the 8th, Better Things on FX which I wrote to you immediately yesterday after mm-hmm. watching the, the first two and or first one and said, watch it. <laughs> yes. I, I uh, told the TiVo to get me all of them. Good. It's called better things. Uh, Sam Fox is an actress who is also a single mother raising three daughters, teenager, Max eccentric middle child, Frankie. <laughs> I love her. And spicy youngest <laughs> daughter, Duke. I love the name Duke for a girl. In LA, she also helps take care of her to care for her mother Phil, who lives across the street. We haven't met her in the first episode yet, I don't think. In addition to looking after her family, she tries to earn a living in the difficult acting industry while having time to have fun with friends and occasionally get in some private time with potential mates. In addition to starring as Sam, Emmy winner Pamela Adlon is co-creator of the comedy series along with former Lucky Louie co-star Louis C.K. Um, it's just it's just a lot of fun. It's just a real lot of fun. If you like things like like difficult people or uh, if you like Louie, you know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty good. It's a cute slice, slice of life. And like Louie, the girls, like the child actors in it are excellent. Like you don't think, oh, I'm watching kids act. You just think like all three of them are hysterical in their own way. Oh, right on. Yeah, it's great. It's great. We only see, we see the most of the oldest, a, a medium amount of the youngest, and the middle one just basically has comes in, drops two lines, and her mother just stares at her and like, <laughs> "Get out!" Like she's crazy. <laughs> it's awesome. So, yeah, I I I recommend it. It's fun, and again, it's only a half hour. So, what have you got to lose? Uh, next on Fridays is on the Amazon uh, network, uh, One Mississippi. And the uh, log line for this is short. A woman returns to her childhood hometown to deal with the unexpected death of her mother. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, created and stars, uh, is produced by Tig Notaro, who's a stand-up comic. I've, oh, yes. I've seen her before. She's funny. So she is I, funny. She's very deadpan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, so I, I'm in- I don't think I've ever seen her smile. <laughs> She's great. Uh, so I am inclined to watch this. I think I'll uh, put it on uh, the TV. Or I can't put it on the TV. I think I'll put it in my put on uh, your list. Side- <coughs> Excuse me, my side reel, and uh, tell it to tell me to uh, uh, watch it because uh, I like her. And so. Um, it actually fits that the log line is a, is a single line. <laughs> she she said it's semi-autobiographical because I think her mom was sick. So, I mean, let me know how it is. I've seen her talk about it on Jimmy Fallon a couple of times. Oh, yeah. And she intrigues me. Like, I love her stand-up. So, mm-hmm. let me know if it's good. Let me know if it stands up. Because, as you know, there have been comedians and comedians in the past who then do a show and it's like, Mah. 
you know, it doesn't translate as well to a to a oh. series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, Mulaney, the Mulaney show is a really good good example of it not working well, mm. whereas Louie is a great example of it working well. Mm-hmm. Um, next is on the same night at ten from Cinemax is Quarry. And it looks like the it looks like the first one's going to be a double episode. The the or was <laughs> sorry, it's in the past again. Um, so Corey's on my list of things to watch, but I haven't watched this one yet. When Marine Mac Quarry quotes Conway returns home to Memphis in '72 after fighting in Vietnam, he finds he has been shunned by his loved ones and demonized by the public. Upon his return stateside, Quarry struggles to cope with what he experienced and witnessed while at war and readapt to civilian life. As he struggles to make ends meet financially, Quarry gets drawn into a network of killing and corruption that extends throughout the length of the Mississippi River and the broker, the cunning secretive crime boss who runs the operation, takes a special interest in him. Mm. Um, It's on my list of stuff to watch. It's getting high marks at IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes gives it 67. So I'm I'm probably going to try this one with Rick just to see this. The 1972 thing bugs me a bit because <coughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I've already had to live through the 70s once and nobody should have to do it again. But um, <laughs> right. But I'm I'm probably going to give it a try and I'll let you know how it is. Okay. All right. Uh, the next is on um, Sundays. Son of Zorn on uh, Fox. <laughs> it's a com- combination animated live action, and it's uh, very clearly uh, a He-Man fish out of water story comedy. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, Zorn, the defender of Zephyria, conqueror of the tribes of Aegon, decapitator of the dark herdsmen of Girth, Girth, is an overlord of pain from an island in the Pacific Ocean where everyone is animated. But he finds his greatest battle may be the adjustment to the banality of middle-class America. Zorn returns to the suburbs of Orange County, California, on a mission to reconnect with his estranged ex-wife, Eddie, and their son, Alan, but suffers a setback when he finds Eddie engaged to another man. He decides to stick around anyway, hoping to forge a relationship with Alan, getting an apartment and a job in sales, and trying to funnel his warrior energy into dealing with everyday foes like the DMV. (laughs) I will watch the... It sounds like the Seinfeld Superman ads for Amex, doesn't it? Um, I will watch the first episode of my... Uh, I don't know. Uh, Bojack Horseman is kind of fulfilling all of my animated needs right now. That for like serious, and Archer. Uh, and Archer. S- serious drama. Well, Bojack Horseman, you know, is kind of more on the serious side. I think the Son of Zorn might be a little bit more, kind of like that. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Uh, but there's a, for me Bojack Horseman and uh, Archer for sure, and Steven Universe is a wonderful oh, show. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not uh, hungry for an animated show, but like I say, I'll watch the, watch the first episode, see what happens. All right. Let me know. Uh, on Friday the 16th, which is in two days from now. Oh, by the way, for tonight, the 14th American Horror Story premieres. Ta-da! You know what? I was just thinking about that uh, the other day, last week. And I don't they know didn't if... tell us what it is. Yeah, I'm not sure. You know how they sure. usually say hotel mm-hmm. or asylum or mm-hmm. nothing. Nothing on side reel, nothing on anything that I've seen. I don't know if I'm going to watch it because uh, th- what was the one? I was like two or three episodes into one of them. Carnival, you know. Uh... Yeah, Freak Show. Uh, no, yeah, Freak Show. Uh, no, yeah. wait, did I see all of that? No, I didn't. It was the one with the murderous clown freak show yeah and so uh like i say a third or so episode into it like all right i gotta get back to it but it stayed on the dvr for forever and i eventually deleted it thinking oh i can watch it on on demand later and then i realized uh i don't know if i really want to catch up to it i don't know but you don't Mm. because they're all standalone seasons you you certainly don't have to watch freak show and you could still you'd like hotel it's full of sex <laughs> um, Why well, do like sex? <laughs> but Freak Show, it says all we know about season six is la, 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 you get, da, da, da. Sarah Paulson, Angela Bassett, Matt Bomer are all back. Uh, 
Cuba Gooding Jr.? Huh. The theme is still anyone's guess. They've decided to keep this year's theme under wraps. We might have one huge reveal. A couple of weeks ago, the American horror story, The Mist. Somebody might have done that by accident. Mm. Anyway, it doesn't say anything. So find out tonight if you're so inclined. I'll, I'll probably watch it in the morning uh, or sometime this week. Mm. Uh, so on Friday the 16th in two days from now there's a show called Fleabag which Amazon is going to put out. Fleabag's a British comedy from BBC3 it's set in London it premiered in London in July actually uh, um, it's uh, about the main character Fleabag, a young woman attempting to navigate modern life in London. It's adapted from her 2013 Edinburgh play, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's Edinburgh play of the same name, which won the Fringe First Award. The show has also been picked up as an Amazon original. Um, it's, uh, I read a review which said it was like uh, a modernization of Bridget Jones' diary, if that helps you. So mm. she's just kind of being a, you know, mm -hmm. one of those goofy... Stumbling yeah. through life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I won't be watching Fleabag. I have no easy way to watch Amazon, so that helps me, you know. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Europe. Uh, on the same night on HBO is, uh, or yeah, will be High Maintenance. And the, mm -hmm. the guy is a nameless marijuana dealer in Brooklyn who delivers his goods to stressed out clients across New York City who have a variety of neuroses. While delivering the weed to his customers, he makes brief appearances in their lives to get a glimpse at their daily routines. Among the folks he encounters, <coughs> excuse me, are Max, who must maintain a charade uh, to remain part of a new <laughs> group of friends, and Jim, a retiree who lives downstairs from his neurotic daughter and her family. The comedy series stars Ben Sinclair, who created the show with wife Katya Blitchfield as the mm -hmm. guy. Eh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, now for me. That's a nah. Yeah, for... Not because I don't like HBO and weed. It's just I have no interest. Uh, same here. Not, <laughs> uh, not compelling. Um, <clears throat> so next on... Uh, I think this is a one-off. Oh, no, it's a premiere. So there's a mini-series mm -hmm. that starts on, the, on Monday the 18th... Or Sunday, sorry, the 18th. The case of John Benet Ramsey... There's a lot of resurgence mm -hmm. um, about her case right now. Dr. Phil actually is speaking. <laughs> it's weird how I know this. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Dr. Phil's actually interviewing her brother this week. Uh, her her little, like her brother who lived in the house when she was murdered and never spoken out about it until now. Mm. And now, I mean, it was 20 years ago. He's all grown up now. But um, so there's just, I mean, it's 20 years old, this case. So there's a lot going on with, with it. I won't watch it because the whole thing depresses me. Mm. Um, well, you know. uh, I'm a true crime uh, fan, and I know almost nothing about the John Benet Ramsey uh, case. Uh, on a podcast I listened to about true crime, uh, one of the hosts uh, explained her uh, theory as mm -hmm. to you know who done it, and knowing nothing at all about anything, her theory seemed I don't know pretty solid to me. And so I mm -hmm. will go into this mini series with that in the back of my mind and see what uh, the details of the case are and what they say is going on and stuff like is that. He, was her theory that one or both of the parents did it? Her theory was that uh, the brother, speaking of, was playing with uh, the daughter and accidentally killed her. And, and the parents the, covered it up. And the parents are trying to uh, cover it up because uh, the person on the podcast said the th mistakes that they made and the things that they did illustrate kind of an intelligent overthinking about how th uh, a murder would occur and like how things would be. Like the four-page note, ransom note, yeah. Oh, I, I uh, don't. Oh, I didn't know there was a four-page note. But anyway, there was a four-page ransom note that oh, they found on the stairs, and they told the police that they thought she'd been kidnapped, and then her murdered body was found in the house. Oh, mm. and so, uh, so it's and, like, why would somebody <laughs> leave a ransom note but not take the kid? You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. the whole thing. And yeah. so, uh, so uh, that makes 
that yeah, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, she was saying that the mistakes they they made were kind of a naive, you know, but uh, made naive mistakes made by intelligent people, and yeah. apparently the parents are intelligent people. I guess I don't know. And so anyway, sure. uh, they her theory is that they are kind of trying to rally around the, the brother and protect him, and it was all just a horrible, terrible accident, and this whole thing has you know gotten so very. Spun out of control and everything like that. And it's that, far so. too late to put it all back in the box now, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, maybe. So, uh, like I say, not knowing anything so about it, that's my theory, sure. <laughs> so are you going to watch? Because I won't mm -hmm. be watching. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let me know how. I mean, there's so many of these. I really like the OJ, you know, American Oh, right, crime. I still have to OJ see that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Um, so let me know if you like this one. Uh, next is, uh, let's see, on what day? <laughs> Monday. Uh, yeah. Kevin Can Wait. Yep. And uh, Kevin Can Wait is an upcoming American sitcom television series. No logline that begins like that is going to be good. But anyway, <laughs> television series. Yeah, but it's going to have millions of people watching uh, it. Starring Kevin James. Me, yep. Play, uh, From Mike and Molly. Uh, CBS placed a 13 episode order. Or not Mike and Molly. From uh, King of Queens. Okay. Uh, whichever. I haven't seen either of them. So. The... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I won't watch it, but I know millions of Americans will, and I hope they enjoy. Mm -hmm. uh, this next one I will watch, though. On the same night, the 19th, which is Monday, the one-hour sneak preview on NBC, it's called The Good Place. And the reason I will watch it is because it stars two people with whom I have a long and abiding love. Uh, when tractor-trailer carrying erectile dysfunction products strikes and kills Eleanor Shellstrop, She's surprised to find herself in the good area of the afterlife. She quickly realizes she has been mistaken for someone else when her wise newfound mentor tells her she earned her place by helping get innocent people off death row. She decides that she wants to shed her old foul-mouthed and hard-drinking ways and find a way to embrace the good person within, at least when she isn't considering finding a way to return to her mundane existence back on Earth. So... The reason I want to watch this is because it's Ted Danson and Kristen Bell. Oh, I like Kristen Just, Bell. I think. Oh, if, but if, everything Ted Danson in is hysterical. Like, I mean, he's just so funny and everything. Uh, sorry, I've seen so many things with him in it lately, mm -hmm. and he's always good. He just always, he's always the same. He's always the same character, but he just does it so well that he doesn't have to change. Right, which is the narcissistic, self-aggrandizing, you know, selfish, <laughs> ignorant idiot, <laughs> and he does it so well. So anyway, um, it looks really cute. I'm gonna try. I I can't believe they're both doing a, um, like I just can't. They've both been doing such great things lately. I'm surprised they're both going back to NBC to do this. Mm. Like Kristen Bell doing um, uh, House of Lies. Well, she was tremendous, tremendous mm. in that. But now we have, yeah. So anyway, okay. Uh, next on uh, Tuesday is Bull on uh, CBS. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I have is the show is based on the early days of talk show host Phil McGraw. I don't know who that is. So Yeah, it's Dr. Phil. Oh, I've um, only... Uh, uh, just a kind of a, like a vague awareness of even who that is. So man, eh, no need for me to watch it. He's the one that makes all these little. Oprah discovered him mm -hmm. yonks ago. He used to work with lawyers actually. So I know all this about Dr. Phil because he was a guest on Stephen Colbert on Monday night, and he was telling us all this stuff. Oh, he's the one that says like, you know, it's better to go fishing with your family than to have no fish for dinner. You know what I mean? Like he always says these little down home Texasisms that don't make any sense to anybody. You know what I mean? Is he the guy who is obsessed with spanking? Uh, he uh, was interviewing presidential candidates and he lingered on whether or not and how much they spanked their urchins. Uh, um, maybe? I don't think so. Uh, let me see. Presidents. Uh, he interviewed a uh, husband and wife of both. And I can't remember if it was sitting or, uh, you know, like uh, one of them President was... President Bush. It was yeah, President Bush. Bush and yeah. someone else. And 
like uh, the common thread of question between the two. Holy crap, dude, that was 12 years ago. Ah, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so uh, the common thread uh, questioning was, you know, spanking. And he to just, spank or not to spank, yeah. Yeah, and he, it, it seemed like he, he kind of dwelled on that subject a little bit too much, you know. A little bit too long and it got creepy. Yeah, and so yeah. Uh, that is my only impression or knowledge of anything associated with this individual to whom you were speaking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I getcha. Um, so next we have, but yes, that's who Dr. Phil is and Bull is about him and I like the title because it implies that he's full of shit, which most of the time he is. But people <laughs> adore him and he's a national treasure. Um, and he doesn't take himself seriously. Trust me, he knows, he's laughing all the way to the bank knowing that half of it is Bull. But, you know, he oh, yeah. helps people or he makes them think they've been helped and that's what's important. Um, <clears throat> okay, so this next show even though it's on mainstream net network TV, I don't care. I'm looking forward to it so much. Oh, really? So yes. I can't wait. It's called This Is Us. It premieres on Tuesday the 20th at 10 o'clock on NBC. And uh, it, it's getting really great press. It stars um, Should Have Been Aquaman, partly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes for a while mm -hmm, so they had mm -hmm. to pull him off on young and restless so for the past two weeks i've been stressed out enough about adam dying <laughs> but but i knew it's because he was going to this so i was okay with it right <laughs> um so this is us stars mandy moore and me milo vent miglia milia who is from heroes right oh uh you, you couldn't know, tell you milo milo sometimes life will surprise you starring mandy moore Milo Ventmilia from Heroes and Gilmore Girls, and Sterling K. Brown. Oh, yeah, Sterling K. Brown, who's excellent in The People versus O.J. Simpson. This refreshingly honest and provocative series follows a unique ensemble. As their paths cross and their life stories intertwine in curious ways, we find that several of them share the same birthday and so much more than anyone would expect. From the writer and directors of Crazy Stupid Love comes a smart modern dramedy that will challenge your everyday presumptions about the people you think you know. Hmm. Um, Justin Hartley, Chrissy Metz, Chris Sullivan, Susan Kelechi Watson, and Ron Jones also star. La 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 la. This is us. Is pretty la la. So yes. So this is what's going to fill the gap that's been left by stuff like Parenthood and. Uh, thirty something, and you know, like all those, all those intertwining families crossing paths show mm -hmm. that I love so much. Um, I can't wait for this. Oh, I'm excited! I'm excited. Mm -hmm. uh, next is a big, big night. Uh, Wednesday the twenty first. Um, premiering right. on, on uh, Fox uh, is a Lethal Weapon. Pa mm -hmm. Pass. Uh, but also on the uh, same night is um, uh, Empire, if you're into that. Uh, I uh, my interest it. it started really great for me, but then um, I don't know I don't know what it was. I guess it was like I was eating a whipped cream or something like that, and it was like, oh my god, this is awesome! And but then I got a you know a few spoons in to the near the bottom, and I realized, wait a minute, this is just whipped cream, and then I lost yes. in, lost interest. It doesn't have a lot of depth. You're right. That's a that's a really great way to explain it, but I love it anyway because mm -hmm. it's I can just watch it in the background. And yeah, and, and uh, Taraji P Henson. I mean, mm -hmm. she's my spirit animal. So. <laughs> and uh, later that same night is uh, Modern Family and uh, Blackish, the uh, two mm -hmm. super awesome great comedies back to back. It'd be awesome. And so, mm -hmm. uh, but it uh, starts out. Oh, and also uh, Blind Spot. If you're into that, mm -hmm. starts. Uh, We're way behind. Mm, spousal unit. Is, was into it but i i can't remember yep. she might have said i'm kind of done with the show because it, it started to get kind of ridiculous it or something nowhere. yeah and uh she had some complaint i think i can't remember now what it was because it's too long ago and i wasn't really watching it myself uh anyway here's so what i, I, I didn't recall. like it's a woman who's covered with tattoos and the thing is 
every time they, so they basically take a big photocopy of her and they're studying mm -hmm. all these tattoos and all the hidden meanings and everything. And every day they come up with a tattoo, like a piece of the tattoo that they happen to be looking at that day. The mm -hmm. crime it represents happens that day. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, let's look at her right elbow today. Oh, look, something's happening in the Bronx. You better get over there. Well, <laughs> what if they decide to look at her left elbow? <laughs> right? But then three weeks later, they're like, let's look at her knee. Sure enough, we'll go to Yonkers because something's <laughs> happening with the knee. Like, that's the mm -hmm. part I finally said to Rick. I'm like, come on. <laughs> you know, like it didn't say, number one, go here first. Number two, it was just <laughs> like, they literally were like, well, this one sits on her left, the left side of her liver, you know? And it's like, oh, well. <laughs> we better get to ground zero because something's clearly happening at this address. So that part got really old really fast. The rest of it, the premise was kind of, kind of good. I was fine with it, but I got really tired of the tattoo of the, of the week stuff. Mm. Um, but also you missed, you buried the lead survivor. I mean, survive. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We've I watched did. every single flipping hundred thousand of them. <laughs> um, and, and blackish, which you said, Big Brother finale, hiller, hiller. <laughs> I'll be watching that. Mm. Uh, and Chicago PD, mm. one of the many Chicagos. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then, uh, so shoehorned in there, jammed in at 8.30 on ABC <laughs> is Speechless. All I know about Speechless is it's about, I think, a mute child. A family with special needs child is good at dealing with the challenges it faces and excellent at creating new ones <laughs> um so i oh it has mini driver in it oh i'm sorry mini oh that, i remember seeing trailers for this yeah um, it's too bad because i really like her and i'm oh no i guess he's not he's it looks like he's in a wheelchair the mm -hmm. special needs person um i really like i really like her and i really like her her co-star Mm -hmm. He's the guy from the Big Bang Theory that has a lisp. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, John Ross Bowie. And he's hysterical. I've seen him in stuff where he's not lisping and he's really good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't want to watch the show. It just doesn't do anything for me. I'll uh, watch the first and see what happens. Okay. But the next one I will be watching and you get to say it. I'm jealous. Oh, a uh, designated survivor. Yeah, hello. Uh, as a low-level cabinet member, Tom Kirkman never imagined something would happen that would catapult him to the Oval Office when a devastating attack on the night of the State of the Union address claims the lives of the President and most of the cabinet. The Housing and Urban Development Secretary, who was named the designated survivor in case of such an event, finds himself promoted to leader of the free world. Suddenly thrust, right. in, uh, thrust into his new position of power, uh, Kirkman struggles to keep the country from dissolving into chaos and must adjust to his new normal, unaware of what fresh horrors may await the United States. But, spoiler alert, it's Jack Bauer! No, it's not really. <laughs> but it's the actor who plays him. Uh, I will not, uh, I have no interest in watching this because I already saw this uh, TV it's series. <laughs> nope, it's called, uh, it was called Battlestar Galactica. And oh, uh, I enjoyed that's right, that. That's right. Okay, that's one tiny part. This is not in space. But you know what's going to be hard? It'll be hard watching him being a mild-mannered, you know, pencil pusher when, it, you know, all of a sudden they're like, you're the president now. He's like, Go, well, golly, you know. But it's like, come mm -hmm. on, Jack, just rip his thumbs off, you know. I'll just want him to, to be like, all right, this is what we're going to do. But he won't do that. That's not who he's playing. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you're right. It is Battlestar Galactica on Earth. Oh, that's sad. Uh, but that's a good night. Wow, gosh. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you know, wake the kids and call the neighbors. That's a good night of TV right there. Oh, oh, uh, I forgot to mention the night before Tuesday, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. premieres on the 20th. Yeah, we're about a season and a half behind. Mm. We'll get there someday. Mm-hmm. Um, as does New Girl. <laughs> we're way behind. <laughs> yes, we're what, eight seasons? <laughs> yeah, we're in season four. Um, 
Okay, so on the Thursday, and I only know it's Thursday because Grey's Anatomy is on. So on <laughs> Thursday, the 22nd of September, you have Grey's Anatomy and you have How to Get Away with Murder. And for some reason, they're not premiering Scandal, but that's okay. It'll show up eventually. But you also have Rosewood, Rosewood if you've been watching that, which I haven't yet. Superstore, if you've been watching that. Chicago Med, yay, the Chicago's and the Blacklist. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, but but there's two new shows that are also premiering. One is called Notorious, uh, which I won't watch because I feel like I've seen this in a dozen different formats before. The media and criminal law have compl have a complicated relationship. The story of a salacious crime is is a powerful tool to drive up news viewership numbers while what's being reported and how it's portrayed can sway public perception of crimes and the parties involved. These facts are far from lost on news producer Julia George and criminal defense attorney Jake Gregorian, who have a relationship built on the ways they can benefit each other professionally. Notorious is inspired by true stories about Mark Garagos and Wendy Walker, who also serve as executive producers. La 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 la, nah, nah. No. Um. Yeah, it's got the chick from um, Coyote Ugly in it. Mm. Mm. Hyper Pirou is her name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Daniel Sunjata, who's been in a ton of stuff too, and I like him. But eh, I saw the ads for this, and I was like, no, it just feels too almost done before. I don't know. Not exactly mm. like that, but enough. Mm -hmm. Like, like Castle comes to mind, right? You've got somebody that's. I, someone that's in law or law enforcement and somebody that's not they're in entertainment or media you know mm. mm -hmm. i don't know nah, i won't watch it next is pitch on fox it is a uh drama officially associated with major league baseball mm -hmm. eh, pass it's about a girl pitching Oh. I'm sorry, but after after the fourth batter, her shoulder would be ripped to shreds if she could <laughs> actually pitch in the like. Come on, you I know? did not know it was about a girl pitcher. That um, pitcher. piques my interest, but it's about sports, so pass. Yeah, it's about sports ball. Okay, next. <laughs> Are you ready for this? <laughs> I am not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to watch this either, but it makes me laugh. Okay, so on Friday the 23rd, we have MacGyver, which premieres at 8. And yes, you heard me right. It's not currently 1974, and yet we have MacGyver on TV. Um, MacGyver is new and updated for 2016. It looks far goofier than the original did, which is saying something. Young Angus <laughs> Mac MacGyver creates a clandestine organization within the U.S. government relying on his unconventional problem-solving skills to save lives, like stopping a bomb with a piece of gum and a safety uh, paper clip. <laughs> um, Reimagining of the classic series, this action-adventure drama about 20-something Angus MacGyver creates the clandestine organization. We're using it, right? <laughs> Joining his team on high-risk missions around the globe is Maverick former CIA agent Jack Dalton, Patricia Thornton, an ex-field agent turned director of operations, and Riley Davis, an unpredictable computer hacker. Really, have we not had enough of unpredictable computer hackers yet? Uh, Although I guess no. predictable ones wouldn't <laughs> be very so I won't be watching that, but good on you. <laughs> I want to see Little House on the Prairie in 2017. <laughs> uh, next is uh, on that same night on Fox at 9 p.m. is The Exorcist. What a TV show about The Exorcist. Angela Rance believes something is very wrong in her home. What? Uh, plagued by increasingly frightening nightmares. She isn't the only one in her family suffering colon her, her husband, Henry, is slowly losing his mind while their older daughter spends all her time locked in a room and the younger one believes she hears strange noises coming from inside the walls. Uh, desperate, she turns to Father Thomas Ortega hyphen, or excuse me, M-Dash, the progressive leader of their suburban Chicago parish, M-Dash, uh, setting him on a collision course with old school Vatican soldier Father Marcus Brennan as all their fates become entangled in a battle no, not entangled. <laughs> against an ancient force of evil. I hope that ancient force of evil is Pazuzu, 
who was the mm. demon in the uh, movie. But anyway, uh, I am. That would a- be cool. It probably is, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I am a total sucker for uh, any and all demon possession movies and mm-hmm. uh, media. And so I will absolutely watch uh, The Exorcist and uh, will report its quality on a future episode. Do it. Do it. Okay. Um, so next, while we're in the realm of the supernatural things that no one cares about, is Van Helsing on uh. the same night. I know. They switched uh, networks. Maybe, you know what? Maybe that would sci-fi. make it better. You know? Okay, so sci-fi, Van Helsing. Uh, and it Wait. does have its fans. Sure. I'm not What's among not them. What's not to love? <laughs> it's, an up and coming, it's an upcoming American television drama series, such premiere. Wait, we know this. Uh, this is, we know this. Uh, Vanessa Helsing, distant relative of famous vampire hunter Abraham Van Helsing. Mm-hmm is resurrected only to find that vampires have taken over the world. Gasp. It's about it's not Van Helsing, it's Vanessa Helsing. Uh, She's the Van clever. in Van Helsing, right? Well, I didn't know that. I just assumed. Either did I. I'm just reading it now. Kelly Overton from True Blood has been cast as Vanessa Helsing, the daughter of the legendary vampire hunter in this 13-episode series. Oh, (laughs) okay. So they showed one on... They showed a sneak preview thingy on on the 21st of July. And here's a review from Gizmondo. It says, Sci-Fi's Van Helsing TV show is already completely ridiculous. Kelly Overton from True Bud has been cast, blah, blah, blah. The show announced several other cast members on the vampire side, la, la, la. Anyway, I think we can all agree this will still be better than the two, 2004 Van Helsing movie. Oh, that's a low bar anyway, oh, but yeah. She says, she says, hang on. On the vampire side, the leader will be the patient and calculating Dimitri, played by Paul Johansson from Mad Men. Meh, no one can ever type my top Michael Sheen's beautifully campy performance as a vampire leader in Twilight. What? He'll be joined by Tim Gwynney Homeland, will play the terrifying vampire foot soldier, dot, 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 Ted. Look, mm-hmm. I know Ted is supposed to be hiding a tragic past, but his name is Ted, which has been pretty thoroughly ruined as a scary name since Teddy Bears co-opted the name. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds fine. I don't know. I'm not going to watch it. Are you? I will because I like uh, shows with female protagonists and um, and I, I like vampires and I'm, I'm just stunned that it's not the Van Helsing that I thought. And so I'm so curious now uh, about what it is that uh, I have to watch now. Yeah, you definitely, definitely need to, uh, to tell me how this goes. I want to know. Okay. Okay. Next, we go all the way to the 27th. Uh, but first, uh, the next day, uh, the 24th, is the premiere of uh, Star Wars Rebels. And um, not only is it uh, really have the previous ep- seasons been really good, they have gotten uh-huh. better the more they have gone. And this next season should be uh, super drama. It is. Uh, it has been moving away from... You know, being, oh, it's for kids uh, because it's animated. Uh, oh, no. Uh, uh, it has moved aw- it moved away from that last season or even the season before. And this mm-hmm. season is going to be with a capital H bold, more for intended adult audiences type, type kind of stuff. Oh, it should, gotcha. It should be uh, much more serious, much more dramatic, uh, m- weightier, even more weightier uh, plot lines and emotions and things like that. Um so anyway, Star Wars Rebels has been really great, and okay. uh, so far, and uh, I have high expectations for this new season. Awesome! And awesome. Uh, as I often point out uh, about that series, um, in in uh, Star Wars Rebels, uh, people actually die. The stormtroopers, when they're uh, shot, they're shot dead, and you see it. And it's very clear. Spoilers much. <laughs> right. But no, it's not, uh, you know, a happy go lucky. Oh, you know, it's. You no, know, it's real. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's real. People, you know, die. And so I respect the show for that, uh, just from that alone. And everything else has been uh, surprisingly interesting, even though the, 
I guess, uh, sort of the main character is a young boy. And I've kind of pretty much had my fill of young boy, you know, plot driven things except oh, for but that's just star wars yeah right uh so i can i can for- forgive that because of all of the other things and the target audience yeah mm-hmm. and uh here's here's another uh, very short very good example uh remember in the one of the prequel movies there was um what's his name darth maul you know yes. the uh, red-skinned dude with the tiny horns yes uh, my who... daughter went as darth maul for halloween when she was two but Aww. go on uh I and uh, it was kind of silly that guy you know that as a villain and it wasn't you know he wasn't really used very much in the movie i don't know it just didn't really connect with anybody uh but star wars rebels except my daughter when she was two <laughs> right yeah. uh but the uh star wars rebels uh resurrected that character and Oh, oh my god the things that they did with that character were amazing you felt uh, sympathy you felt involved he has a backstory and emotions and a reason for doing everything and uh, it's a very rich deep complex character and it just shows how awful the movie was because uh, this uh, tv show has taken that character to such depth that is so interesting and compelling oh my gosh and so uh, yeah star wars rebels uh, give it a shot, man. I'm telling you. Okay. That's good advice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You get to do the next one. Uh, the next one is... Ooh, I well, lost my... Mostly because I, well, I want to do the next one. So we're oh. on the 27th, which is Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Channel Zero is an upcoming American horror anthology television series on the Sci-Fi Network. Uh, yes. I will watch it because I like uh, horror and uh, anthologies are fine. And if the subject matter is uh, agreeable and the horror genre is agreeable, ergo, I shall watch. Tell me if it's good. Okay. Okay. But then, but then, are you ready? On fr- I'm excited about this too. On Friday, September 30th, Netflix is going to dump all of them on Netflix. <laughs> Luke, it's Marvel's Luke Cage. Hooray! Mm. So if you have watched uh, any Jessica Jones, you know exactly who Luke Cage is. And if you haven't, you should stop what you're doing and go watch Jessica Jones because it's excellent. And Luke Cage is in it and he's excellent. Um, so Marvel's Luke Cage or simply Luke Cage is an upcoming American web television series developed for Netflix, blah, 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 based on the Marvel Comics character of the same name. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it's excellent. So he's the third of the ordered Netflix series, uh, which will be followed by Marvel's Iron Fist. You know about this, right? I do not. um, Oh, you uh, don't? Uh, I uh, have a vague awareness of who the Iron Fist is and all I know about Luke Cage I've learned from the first two episodes of uh, Jessica Jones. We haven't seen the third because it was so heavy. And mm-hmm. um, so I know all I know about Luke Cage is that he's a bar owner who has a superpower of being like invulnerable or super tough or both mm-hmm. or something of that nature. And that's it. So I don't know. Uh, I assume he uh, goes about town solving crimes and having adventures. And Iron Fist is like his buddy and he's a karate expert. And mm-hmm. that's all I know. Okay. So what they're basically what they're going to do is have you not seen jessica jones uh, like i say just the first two episodes oh okay <clears throat> so i guess it's daredevil right and jessica jones and now mm-hmm. luke cage and then they're going to do the iron fist and then they're going to do the defenders who who's that the defenders the, the defenders they're the they're those people i just mentioned they're the, the defenders. oh oh uh they all team up and become like the uh, like the poor avengers, man's avengers. Hmm. Well, no, I wouldn't say poor man's. I would say the, because they talk about the Avengers. It, it's all Marvel verse, right? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, maybe the other Avengers. I don't know. Anyway, uh, he's a neighborhood hero, very much linked to New York and Jessica Jones. It's all part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But Luke Cage is a darker, grittier, more tangible character than mm-hmm. Iron Man or Thor. Mm-hmm. He likes to keep things close to his chest, operate on the hush-hush. He has these abilities, but he's mm-hmm. not sure how or when to use them. He's a very nuanced character. He likes to keep things close to his awesome chest. Oh, my God, he's super hot. It's super hot. Yeah, it's Coulter, right? He's uh, super hot. Oh, my Mike God. Coulter. Yeah, he's been in uh, he's been in a lot of stuff that I've seen and like a lot. Mm-hmm. He was in the good he was in the Good Wife, uh, and was excellent. 
Oh yeah, he was the bad guy in The Good Wife. Yeah, he was like a, a mob guy in the mm. in The Good Wife, which you still haven't seen, and it's excellent. But okay. <laughs> um, and this is this leads us to our very last show for this, uh, for this episode of our podcast, and we should do October next time. Oh, okay. Yeah, we are getting along, and that is uh, on the same night. A crisis in six scenes. On mm-hmm. Amazon, it's a Woody Allen series, uh, so pass for me. You know what's funny is um, <laughs> um, on Difficult People, every time somebody says, oh, you know, you could end up working for Amazon, they're like, no, because Woody Allen has a show there. So he's kind of <laughs> ruined it for them now. Mm. Oh, So I just saw this referenced. But also, um, it looks like Miley Cyrus is in it. Uh, sure, why not? Um Right? Is that weird? Yeah, Miley Cyrus. Like, it's just... Oh, I finally ugh. found what it's about is a comedy that takes place in the 60s during turbulent times. That's redundant because oh, 60s pass. in the United States, and a middle-class suburban family is visited by a guest who turns their household completely upside down. Pass. It's like Miley Cyrus visiting our pop culture and turning it upside down. Pass. Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not anti-woody i'm just you know Mm -hmm. amazon though dude there's a lot of amazon stuff going on there is and is there anything in black that we missed Um, oh so much oh yeah we missed like all of it (laughs) uh bob's burgers is on the 25th i still have to see that Uh, everybody recommends it though to me uh i've never seen it either blue blood starts on the 23rd um, oh, there's a Lucifer on the 19th. I thought that was canceled. Apparently not. Um, and I don't know why I'm excited about that. I think I'm excited about it because a uh, spousal unit watches it and uh, she's excited about it. I kind of watch it via osmosis. And mm-hmm. the, uh, but I will say, I will say that the uh, star, super ultra hot and mm-hmm. uh, funny too. He was on an episode of At Midnight and his oh, uh, right. his accent is real <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um he is just super dreamy so even though it's a uh, via osmosis i don't mind it when she turns that on <laughs> mm-hmm, i get it mm-hmm. um it looks like there's a lot premiering on the 25th as well including secrets and lies which i watched last man on earth which i watch and quantico which i watched for a while but it just got too mm. quantico would have been great as a movie Mm-hmm. really great as a movie the character development was excellent but then as soon as the crime happens and the suspect is named and goes on the run it just got really boring for me mm. it's like oh they should have i could have watched the backstory all day the people are fascinating they're all students at quantico and it's really fun then shit happens somebody's wrongly accused maybe we don't know um <laughs> so off she goes running and it's like bleh, and then it just gets boring Mm-hmm. You're telling me that an entire city full of FBI and police can't track her down when she's visiting every single family member and friend she's ever had? Come on. Like, it's just, meh. Mm. Meh. <laughs> well, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, and then, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was there, was there more? No, we're good. We'll okay. do, uh, we can do, we can do October when we're back. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, there's some shows that I picked up that I wasn't planning to watch, and now I will. Mm-hmm. Um, um, like the a, good, like Startup and Designated Survivor. Um, some good shows coming in October. Uh, yeah. Uh, Westworld yep. on HBO, Supergirl on CW. You know, the yep. switched uh, networks, um, etc. Yeah, that, that's why they have it red and black. <laughs> that's cute. We'll post the link for the calendar so you can see it your own self and follow along with us while we... Uh, yes. Yes, yes. We'll talk about all the premieres, and I will talk to you soon, and we'll do October. Okie doke. Right. Uh, can, talk to you soon. Mm-hmm. You can find us on facebook.com forward slash 30 minute series and tell us what you're watching. Yes, please. I'll see you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye bye. <laughs> bye.